in today's episode, Bethany and I have the interesting and natural conversation about setting boundaries. We've received numerous requests to discuss the important subject, particularly in the context of trauma and abusive relationships. As we delve into the depths of boundaries, we'll explore how trauma can impact your ability to establish and maintain them, the importance of knowing our core values, and the balance between setting boundaries and respecting others. So grab a cuppa, sit back, and let's embark on the journey to understanding and creating healthy boundaries together. Welcome to The Secrets in the Powder Room, where we share stories and open up conversations about all the secrets women are forced to keep out of fear and shame. I'm Louise Bryant, professional certified coach, intuitive eating counsellor, and trauma-informed domestic abuse specialist and survivor. I'm here to support you on your healing journey and help you feel like you're not alone. This is not to be a replacement of your own professional medical and or legal advice. This podcast contains adult language and content. Listener discretion is advised. So today we're just going to have a conversation around boundaries and see where it goes. We're not claiming to have all the answers or we don't claim to be the experts on the subjects. We have our own opinions, our own experiences, our own life experience, our own journey from coming from abusive relationships and then trying to set boundaries and aiming to set boundaries, sometimes successfully, sometimes not so successfully. And this is just our stories. This is our place and this is where we've got to by experience, by default, by trial and error. And hopefully we can bring some wisdom to the table and help other women or people struggling to set boundaries, perhaps. Let's go for it. Let's have a conversation. So thank you, Bethany, for coming and chatting to me on the podcast. Obviously, boundaries is a topic of the day. We've had lots of people asking about doing a podcast or doing some courses around setting boundaries. And although I said, as I said before, we're not the experts, we do teach it on our courses and we teach the basics and we have our own experiences. So would that be right in saying that, Bethany? We do. Uh, yeah, I definitely agree. And I think this is where it's a bit of admission on my part, because boundaries is something that I really struggle with. And there is there is kind of like general advice. And in our in the courses that we deliver, we give quite broad boundary advice on kind of like navigating when you've just split up from an abusive partner, normally when you're navigating child contact. And so we look at boundaries in that setting. But in terms of like the rest of life, I am absolutely a work in progress. I mean, I am across the board a work in progress. I think we all are, aren't we? But um, boundaries is somewhere where I struggle. I either put in loads and become really restricted or I put none in. And I always think that I'm doing really good at boundaries because I have some and I never used to have any, but I'm not. And yeah, I'm quite looking forward to seeing where this conversation goes and hopefully I'll come away with some wisdom and some tips. So no pressure, Lou, but um, <laughs> that's what you're dealing with. No, but it's sometimes within though, isn't it? It's like sometimes when I'm coaching someone, having a conversation with someone, some stuff comes out and I'm like, I must have heard this somewhere or I must be doing something, something right. But, you know, until we have these conversations, it might be that you just need to dig a little bit deeper into your own space to find out where 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 you could be doing better so what do you, what are you struggling with with boundaries okay so it oh it makes me sweat immediately so I know that I struggle <laughs> with permission to set boundaries that's a huge one for me and that's something that I've only realized really recently I, I give up my time to a lot of people projects and things and I don't realize that I'm allowed to not have to give up my time it makes me uncomfortable even saying it even though I know if I was talking about someone else but of course it's your time it's your life you've got to live it for you but when I'm trying to do it myself I really struggle so 
I struggle with giving myself permission to have boundaries. So then figuring out what boundaries to set. And then when I have figured out a boundary to set, I really worry about how they're going to be received. And that's an area that I'm very much navigating at the moment. Okay. And what are you scared of when you say you're um, worried about how they're going to be received? What's the fear there? I'm scared that that the other person is going to think that I hate them or that I'm a crap friend or that they'll feel alone. That's something that I've really worked on a lot. And that's a lot to do with like codependency. For most of my friends, I'm not their only friend. If I can't do something with them, they will have other people to ask. So that bit I've kind of getting better with, but it is mainly that they'll think that they'll think badly of me okay so what you're scared of losing friendships or that people are just going to dislike you yeah yeah yeah, that's real people pleasery stuff isn't it (laughs) yeah absolutely absolutely and what's the worst case scenario if you was to say no to somebody they actually not maybe what's the worst case scenario but what sort of person if you say no to something and they then don't like you for that is that really somebody that is actually a dear friend Do you know what? That feels like such an obvious question that I've never asked. I get so trapped in what I'm doing to them and the the fact that I might hurt them, that that's as far as I get. But no, they wouldn't be being a good friend if I couldn't do something. If they got cross with me just because I couldn't do something or didn't want to do something, that would be very non-understanding friend. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever experienced that? Have you ever set a boundary and said no and you've lost a friendship out of it? No. No, because I'm crap and I won't see them through. So I haven't been able to test it. Do you do, do you believe that to be true? That you you don't say no to people? I know that I do. I know that it's recent that I do, but I find it, I also know that I find it difficult every single time. And there's been one or two times that I found it easy. And I'm like, oh, look at me setting a boundary. And then I think I'm good at boundaries, but I've actually only done it once or twice well. But it's I'm learning, yeah. So I know I do, but I it's a stressful thing most of the time, I think. Maybe there's sometimes that I'm doing it and not thinking about it and not realising, but I think for the most part, it, I'm having a real struggle. Or the other thing is, sorry, you've just made me remember another fear I have. My other fear is that people will think I'm weak <laughs> and incapable. <laughs> uh, interesting, mm. interesting. Yeah. So it's about, again, what people think of you like she's superwoman she can do it all she can work she can set a business she can help all these women help all these people and she never says no definitely never says no I know and what I find interesting is that I don't want that when I think of like my future if I like look into the future and think how I saw my life I don't want that to be the way that I'm described I don't want to be described as the person that did everything for everyone and that never said no I actually don't I don't hold that as a value in like high esteem at all so I really do just want to be able to say no and be comfortable with it I really do yeah it's interesting you should talk about values because you know this is something that I feel we've spoke about and I feel that values when you when you know what your core values are it's then easier to look at them when trying to set boundaries and thinking right I don't need to say yes to this right now. I don't need to say no. Even if you know you're going to say no, you can always give it a little bit of space and go, right, can I get back to you on this? I just need to check a few things out. And even if it means just going and having a look at your list of your values, you know, I know there's stuff online that you, if you don't know what your values are, there's lots of little like fun things you can do online to find out what your core values are or just having a good look at some big lists of core values. And then if you come away and go, does this, is this in connection with my my values? Does this 
align with my core values or is this going against Mm -hmm. my core values and that can help you make that decision and then if you're going against your core values then it's okay to say no but it's and it's okay to say yes as well when you know it's okay to say yes and like like you saying like putting up these strong boundaries yeah of then saying oh no 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 I'm setting boundaries now no 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 and actually think I could have said yes to that because that actually isn't taking too much of my time yeah. and it would be helping someone so it's having the balance isn't it it is yeah I think balance is a really key word and that's another thing I really struggle with <laughs> it's so hard but I think one of my values is friendship so I think I need to also maybe add in a value that's for myself as well for so I can balance it out yeah no I'm really just trying to process what you're saying it is important for me to be there for people so I definitely don't want to do the no 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 thing which is what I've felt that I've had to do sometimes because when you haven't when you are struggling to put your boundaries up it can feel like the world's closing in and then it's a panic and like you say it's just like no 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 don't let anything in because it feels like you're protecting yourself but actually I don't think it is self-protection I think it's almost a self-sabotage or or just absolute panic and also I think the work that we do within the course is talking about whether you're assertive, whether you're passive, aggressive, aggressive or passive. And it's about being assertive, isn't it? And standing up again for your values and what you think is right and what you're capable of doing and not giving from an empty cup as well. You know, if you, your self-care isn't very good, that should be your number one priority. And if you're coming away from self-care to help someone else, like not if they're like, you know, their mum's dying or they're in an abusive relationship and they need like, you know, refuge and you've got to really help them and put yourself out there. But I'm just talking about just someone going, oh, can you come and help me with my housework when your housework is at home and doing it and you're going around doing other people's and too exhausted to your own for an example. And you go, oh yeah, okay, I'll do it. And then behind their back, they go, bitch you know yeah so it's it's about you know being assertive and going no actually I've got to do my own housework if I get that done I can come and help you do yours yeah how are you just out of interest how are you with your boundaries do you think I think I've struggled over the years I think definitely Mm. in the past I had almost no boundaries and I was in certain situations where people would take advantage of that and um I think over the years, I've learned to put up a lot of boundaries. And I think sometimes I have very rigid boundaries. Would that be the right word to use? Yeah. I think I can be quite strict on my boundaries. And I think that my family and my personal self-care are a priority to me. But then also, like, when it comes to my business, I probably don't have as many boundaries when it comes to when to say no okay so when I was a hairdresser I would often say yes like someone said to me oh can you come do a full head of highlights and a cut and blow dry at 10 p.m on Christmas Eve I'd be like yeah okay it's money need the money I've just bought Christmas presents and then I think someone if there was a therapist my my psychotherapist said to me why don't you say well no I can't do Christmas Eve but I could maybe do four o'clock on Christmas Eve because I'm finishing work at seven or whatever you know and it's like what do you mean I can actually like give them an alternative and it's like and I started giving alternatives and all of a sudden my clients go, oh, okay, yeah, I can do that. Or can you do, oh, can you do a Sunday? How like, rewarding. Well, no, I don't work Sundays. Uh, oh, okay. Well, maybe I could get the afternoon off work on Thursday. Oh, hello. I was giving up my Sunday, but you could actually give up your afternoon. Or maybe I won't go and meet my friend for lunch. I'll get my hair done instead. Oh, so I was giving up my Sunday. So you can go and meet your friend for lunch. Whereas I had to give up my family time, but I was doing it. So, and you know, again, it's like when you put boundaries in place, there were certain friendships I think sometimes when you've set a tone for where your boundaries are with certain people and then you've actually do the work on yourself and go, actually, 
I'm not going to do this anymore. People are like, oh, I don't like that. What's she doing? You've changed, <laughs> which I've had that as well. And um, have you? Yeah, it's like, well, yeah, I have changed and I'm, I'm now putting in boundaries in place. And sometimes certain people don't like that. And I've lost friendships. I mean, I've openly spoke about this in some of the other podcasts is that I've lost certain friendships. But it was because I have changed and then I start putting in certain boundaries. And then friendships didn't like that, but then boundaries. They're like, oh, no, we like the old Lou that would, you know, just right. be at our beck and call. And whenever we say, come and do this, she'll do that. She'll come and move, my, move me into a new house. She'll lend mm. me money. She'll come and get drunk with me every night or you know but all of a sudden Louise doesn't want to do all of that anymore and she's not as, as valuable because she's got her own family to look after and her priorities have changed oh don't like this right so actually for you starting to set boundaries has actually weeded out some friendships that perhaps weren't very good friendships as well it's actually which I'd say is quite positive absolutely hmm. interesting <laughs> interesting interesting I like what you said about um offering alternatives I think that's something that's like a really good, like easing into setting boundaries, isn't it? And like, I'm so pleased that you were able to like practice that and have it immediately rewarded. Like you set a boundary, gave an alternative and it went well. And I think that's really reassuring when that happens. Or I don't know if you've had this Uh, recently. I asked someone to do something. They said, no, I wasn't upset. And I was like, oh, (laughs) they've said no, we're still friends. It's fine. So I felt like that kind of gave me permission to say no in the future if I need to. And I don't know if everyone works like this, but I find like getting the opportunity to practice and then having it positively reinforced, I find that really helpful. But I guess if it doesn't go well, Oh, but then if it doesn't go well, maybe that says more about the other person than it does about you. I think it does, doesn't it, actually? I just answered that myself. Absolutely. And I think it also opens up place, a space for conversation. Yeah. And like, well, well, what's that about? If I've said no to you, why why, why has that upset, offended you? And, you know, it's always, there's always that thing. It's not your stuff. It's always someone else's stuff. Yeah. If that person then doesn't like you, that's their thing. Yeah. And that maybe there's something underlined there. Maybe there's something aggravating them about you that they've not spoken up about. Mm-hmm. Or maybe... They just like you because you're that person that does as they ask. And all of a sudden you're not doing as they ask. Oh, hold on a sec. Oh, the old Bethany back yeah. who does as I ask. I guess this is probably an important time to point out why boundaries are important. And I think, I don't know if you've got points on for you. I, I know that for me, boundaries are important because I want to be able to do work that supports women and I want to be able to have a successful business I also want to spend time with my dog and my husband and I also want to have time where I get downtime to like fill up my cup like you said with the self-care so for me setting boundaries is really important to make sure that I'm able to do all of those things without burning out and without boundaries I don't feel that I'm able to do that I don't know if that's similar for you well, yeah, totally. I've got a, a family. I've got, you know, I have to go into London to see other members of family. So, you know, again, I have to set boundaries there and uh, being able to have time to myself to exercise. And yeah, I think, you know, I have to set boundaries as well for myself when I'm working on my business. I have to say, well, I have to set times and say, no, I can't continue doing this. My head is fuzzing out or my children need my attention now. My husband has to set boundaries with me and say, look, you've been in the office all day today you know the kids are yeah you know we want we want to see how we want to see you we mm-hmm. want to spend some time with you so I'm like okay well I'll, I'll, boundaries of my time 
is um, very, very important to me because I don't, I feel like I don't, I know we've all got the same amount of time. We all have that. But, you know, when you're trying to fit certain things into your day with all the kids, the after school activities, seeing other family in London, trying to keep fit, trying to run a business, I have to be quite strict with my time. And if someone wants to just, I'm on my lunch hour, people think because I work at home, I'm available for chats all the time. But I say, look, I'm just on my, I'm just having a coffee break. Yeah. I've got 15 minutes. Let's have a chat and put in that boundary so that then I just stop the call and then get back to work. I, I've had to, again, learn from that because I can go for a whole day and get no work done because people think you're at home and ready to yeah, chat. Yeah, <laughs> One thing that came through really strongly when you were talking just then, which I haven't really considered before, is that when you're setting a boundary, what you're doing is showing people that they don't have unlimited access to you and your time. And if you don't set that boundary, they're not going to know that. And we all have the right to protect our own selves. Yeah, it is. It's important to tell, like, you know, be clear with people without being rude, like being assertive. Yeah, like I've got, oh, what's the time now? Right, it's one thirty-two, two o'clock. I've got a direct Y and Z. You don't have to explain yourself to say, right, I've got till two o'clock. And then as long as you stick to that boundary for yourself, because you've set that boundary stick to it and so if you go over and like still caught past you're like yeah yeah still chatting away but oh that's what you're that's your you're leading by an example then aren't you of like what your boundaries you had that boundary you set that boundary and then you let it go over like ah she's a pushover I can talk her a little bit longer do you know what you've just reminded me of a, of a light bulb moment that I had this morning so I when you said earlier about work times and people thinking that they've just got access to you because you work from home I've set myself a boundary that I'm not going to deal with personal stuff within work hours unless it's on my lunch break. And unless I, if I need a walk on my own, then I won't talk to anyone else. But the boundary for me is not dealing with personal issues during work time. This morning I was walking the dog. It was past nine o'clock, which is when I normally start work. And I thought, well, I'll just call and check in with my friend. I've not spoke to her for a while. And I stopped myself because this particular friend often rings me during the day. And I used to get really annoyed. I'm like, oh, she knows I'm at work, blah, blah, blah. But that's not, it's not, a boundary isn't isn't controlling someone else's behaviour, it's your own. So when she does call me during the day, it's up to me to honour my own boundary and not answer the phone. And this morning I thought, actually, if I call now, I can't guarantee this isn't going to last into a long chat that takes over when I get home and need to do my work. And also I'm telling her that my boundary is weak. And I think if I was a bit further down the line and I'd had strong boundaries for a while, I think it would be fine for me to occasionally do a nine o'clock call. I don't know. I'm not good at this, but I would think it probably would be. That whilst I'm still in this early stage of really struggling to stick to them, I, I made the decision not to call her so that I'm sticking to my boundary of no, it's work time. So I'm not dealing with personal issues in this time. And I think that was quite an important like little light bulb moment of my of keeping boundaries isn't just about confrontation and saying no to people. It's also your own behavior or my own behavior and how I'm sticking to my own boundaries. I'm just noticing your language around this. Like I'm crap. I'm not good at this. I'm really struggling with this. That's your language around it. So the more you keep telling yourself you're crap at this, you're rubbish at this, then you're rubbish at it and you're crap at it. So if you start, Mm. I think you're actually doing amazing. And I think by you setting in them boundaries that you sound like you are setting, then I think you're doing a fantastic job and you need to change your dialogue because it becomes your self-fulfilling prophecy and you'll always be crap at setting boundaries if you keep telling us and everyone else that you're crap at setting boundaries. So from today on, I set boundaries, I set healthy boundaries and I'm great at it. Okay. Okay. Well, 
I set healthy boundaries and I'm great at it. <laughs> I will believe it by the next time we speak. <laughs> I really like what you said about value. So checking in and then the reason why you set the boundaries. So for me, for this particular example with this friend, they're protecting my time. My work time is really important to me. So but that was really helpful because I had that immediate reminder of why this boundary is important, which I found it easier to reinforce it. So maybe for other people that are struggling to set boundaries, first put a call. There might be something major that's going on that they know that boundaries need to be set around. Like if you're going through a separation, then there needs to be boundaries around the way that you're communicating and access and responding to phone calls and all that sort of thing, which we obviously cover in detail in the courses. And I think you've spoken about it in other podcasts as well, Louise. But when you're just looking at setting boundaries in general, if it's your first like attempt, maybe looking at values, why it's important, what is it that you're trying to achieve? Like if you've got a project that you're working on, your boundaries might change for a little while. You might have to be prioritizing just your project and your partner in that little bit of time or just your project and your child or just your project and self-care so everything else kind of falls down the wayside and that might require different boundaries so having that little reminder I think can be quite helpful it can be given advice when I'm saying <laughs> I can't set boundaries <laughs> I it's easy to give advice isn't it and then what you do is listen to the podcast and you go oh that was really good advice I should listen to that <laughs> I know, you know, as I'm saying it, I'm kind of making the realisation and there's so many little pieces that I've heard and that I've said before, but I feel like it's all coming together. <laughs> it's not something that I dedicate a lot of time to, just a lot of worry about. <laughs> so it's nice to have this space where we're just talking openly about it without that that fear, that crippling fear of, of rejection and confrontation. Um, so yeah, this is a much nicer space to kind of address this. Where do you think the line lies then between setting a boundary and having a rule? Ooh, so... This is, I really did a lot of thinking about this over the Jonah Hill incident recently. A lot of people listening will have heard, but for those that haven't, um, Jonah Hill's ex-girlfriend came out and said that he'd been coercively controlling her, screenshotted a lot of the conversations that those two had been having. And he was kind of saying, well, this is my boundary. But actually what he was doing was giving rules that he wanted her to live by to be in the relationship. So he was saying to her, you need to not post pictures of yourself in bikinis on Instagram. It's making me feel crap. And I don't want a girlfriend who's talking to single men, all these sorts of things. Now, he was saying that they were his boundaries and that he was entitled to have those boundaries. But what he was actually doing was giving rules to his partner, which is incredibly entirely different. He's not setting a boundary is something that you set for yourself, your own parameters of what is okay for you and what's not okay for you. It's not about telling somebody else how they can behave. If somebody's constantly breaking your boundary, that's either because you've not set it well or because they're not good for you and you have the choice then to walk away. So if I said to you, Louise, like, oh, you keep ringing me at 10 past nine, I actually don't speak to people at after nine o'clock but it's up to me whether or not I answer the phone and at some point I could be like do you know what she's rang me 20 times I've never answered it's time 21 I'm gonna have to say to her we can't do this anymore or block you you've got the you you can respond to it sorry I shouldn't have done it about you I, I won't block you but if I'd been answering that phone call every single time then I'm not really setting a boundary am I so it's not really on you you're going to assume that it's fine for you to ring me at 10 past nine because I'm constantly answering the phone so, but the boundaries is about your your own self, not about somebody else's behavior. So I'm just curious. So if you're, if someone is, um, if someone's worried about setting a boundary with somebody, 
then obviously I asked you this question, but my thing would be, what are you scared of? And because I know obviously a lot of the stuff we've been talking about in the podcast recently have been around domestic abuse and it's very difficult. I just want to, you know, touch on this because of obviously the nature of the work that we do. But if it's unsafe for someone to set a boundary yeah. with an abusive partner, because obviously an abusive partner will always try to push that boundary because that's their whole intention. It's about power and control. So if you have certain values and you're with somebody, again, we do this in the course, we talk about your past relationship and what are your values and how did your abusive partner, partner or ex-partner make you go against your core values? But when you're up against that, Ooh. if you're if this is something that's going on for someone in someone's life, it might not be there might not be an abusive relationship. They might just have a, a parent that they they are unable to set boundaries with because that that parent can turn aggressive or a sibling or a friend, you know. So and I would ask the question: So who is it that you're trying to? Yeah, you know, so going back to the conversations that we've had in certain groups and stuff, when women are saying I'm really struggling to set boundaries, I would be curious to know who is it that you're you're finding it hard to set that boundary with and why is it difficult for you to set that boundary is it because they could turn on you and become violent mm. could they become angry and aggressive could you lose them as a friend and at that point it's like analyze or assessing whether it's worth pursuing it or whether it's worth being safe you know mm. and it's choosing yeah. that because obviously we don't want to get anyone who's listening to this to start putting in certain boundaries and that can cause them to be unsafe no absolutely not so yeah definitely if you're if you're kind of seeing someone dating someone and you feel that your boundaries are constantly being challenged that's a really good checking point for you to be like am I concerned because of their actual reaction or because of my worry and if it's their actual reaction then there's your big red flag um to kind of start thinking about maybe stepping away and slowing it down so that you can safely get away from this person. But if you're actually in the relationship and it's already been violent or there's been threats of violence or or you feel that you're in coercive control, then absolutely it's that there's a lot more to address before the boundaries. And a lot of the time you're having to behave in a way to keep safe and that has to be the number one priority. And I would definitely, for those people, if they're resonating with this element and starting to realise that actually they might be in an unsafe situation, I would reach out to, there's a women's aid um, hotline that give amazing advice or can signpost. There's a refuge hotline and there's also the moving forward dropping groups that you'd be welcome to pop in and have a chat. But my first port of call would be the the national helplines. So yeah, if if you're realising that you're not able to actually have any boundaries because it's unsafe for you, it's not important for you to start putting boundaries in. It's important for you to get safe. Um, I think once you've once you're out of an abusive relationship, starting to set boundaries, I think this is where the permission comes in, because we've we might not have been able to set boundaries before or they've been crossed before we've even known what our boundaries are, just constantly being pushed before we've even had time to think to myself, oh, these are my boundaries. So having the permission afterwards can be quite a big thing once you've left the relationship and then addressing the fear the trauma that's come before there's quite a lot isn't that that can can stop us from feeling able to protect our boundaries yeah yeah and it's you know it's interesting I just listened to you saying all that about you know if you're in an abusive relationship and just what came up for me is if you've had I say abusive parents but maybe even parents who just don't have any boundaries there is no boundaries in in the kind of you know not in a bad way, but I would always, I remember saying to my brother as I was growing up, I wish my mum and dad had been more stricter because then a lot of the stuff that happened to me may not have happened to me. My brother's like, you wouldn't have listened anyway. 
But, you know, I felt like my parents gave me a lot of freedom. And there wasn't, I mean, obviously they had boundaries, but I wasn't allowed to like play with fire or, you know, do certain things. But there was a, it was a very, the boundaries were, weren't very high within my, my upbringing. And then going into relationships, I found like I didn't know boundaries. Like there was, I didn't have any boundaries. I didn't set any boundaries. I didn't expect boundaries off other people. It just, what, even that language, like when, when, when do we actually learn that word? What is your boundaries? Like I'm like 43 years old and I swear I've only known about boundaries for the last four or five years. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it's because of the realms of the work that we do, that it's new to us or if it's new to everyone. I feel like it's a bit of a buzzword at the moment, which can mean it can lose a bit of its impact. But actually I would rather the word be being bounced around rather than in our situation where we didn't even know the thing. Is that boundaries? What? No, have access to all of me. What? <laughs> Whatever you need from me, I am here. I am yours. <laughs> and you expect the same from them. They don't give in. It's like, oh, okay, but let me still give all of me to you. Take it. Um, yeah, I think hopefully it's I think it is more much more spoken about. And I think healthy relationships are more and more on the agenda, at least as conversations. Thank goodness. There's a hell of a lot of work to do. And I had a lot of damage to undo and not passing on generational trauma. Yeah. I was like, you know, back in the past, she's, she, instead of she's setting boundaries, she's a bitch. Yes. Actually, <laughs> like, yeah, you're she's right. She's not doing that bitch. She wouldn't <laughs> yeah. even, you know, come out at three o'clock in the morning and go to another club. She wanted to go home. God, what a bitch. How dare she? How dare she think for herself and do the thing that makes her feel most comfortable? Is she? <laughs> Oh, that's so sad. Oh, yeah. So actually, it's entirely, oh, it, as always, it's very tied up in the patriarchy as well, isn't it? So the expectations of women just doing what is needed all of the time with no sense of her own ambitions, dreams, wants or desires. So, yeah, it all definitely ties back in with that because boundaries now is protecting what we want, what's important to us, how we feel and that none of that mattered before. It matters now. <laughs> Feminist bitch having her boundaries. Yeah. Maybe that's what we should call the podcast now. <laughs> What's that? Feminist bitches with boundaries. <laughs> awesome, awesome. I've heard that people come into your life for a reason and for a season. And I think that's a really good thing to know because there is certain boundaries that I've put in place with people and lost certain people. And I think that it's always been something that I've learned from them people. And some of the people that have come out in and out of my life, I've had some really really good times with but you know it just came to an end so you know if you do put in boundaries and the biggest fear is I might not be pleasing them or it might not be people pleasing or I might lose their friendship or their what's the word for a friendship that's not a friendship that's like just an acquaintanceship <laughs> so to summarize thus far boundaries can be difficult if you've been through trauma if you've not felt that you've got permission, it's not safe to set boundaries. And for some people, it's still not safe to set boundaries. But in general, for people that are not currently in an abusive relationship, the, the trauma can impact that ability. We also have a responsibility for maintaining our boundaries. We can't put that responsibility onto everyone else. Sometimes people won't like our boundaries, but that's because you're doing something different that might unnerve them. And it might also mean that they're not your actual friend. Boundaries don't always have to be confrontational. If there's a lot of fear around boundaries, it's kind of about unpicking that and doing the work on yourself. Because actually all of my worries are my own worries. They're very unlikely to actually come true. So I need to work on my worries but still put my boundaries in and other people put boundaries in. So why can't I? So I should be able to put boundaries in. 
Does that feel like it's covered all of the main points that we've... Yeah, they've done a very good job there summarising, Bethany. <laughs> Thank you. I've been really learning <laughs> as we're going, really trying to take it in. <laughs> so is there anything else you'd like to add to this conversation before we wrap up? I feel like I've just had a therapy session and I'm very grateful for it. <laughs> Thank you. You're very welcome. It's really nice to talk about boundaries whilst I'm not panicking about boundaries because the only time I ever think about it about them is when I'm having a worry about setting one so it's actually really nice and to kind of put some logic behind it acknowledge that there's emotion around it that there are processes that it is allowed it's a very personal thing but everybody has the right to have boundaries I've just found all of that incredibly helpful um that we may need to do a part two I'll see what comes up for me over the next few weeks as I practice putting my boundaries in and uh, yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. And you know, I think that you know we can't pour from an empty cup, and you have to put your own oxygen mask on first. You have to fill yourself up. You have to make sure that your needs are being met because you can't help other people if you're not okay. And if you're saying yes, constantly saying yes to people at the expense of your own personal care, your own self care, your own, you know, rest, whatever that is, R and R, you know, you you have to be okay. So if you're just give, 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 and you feel like you're being taken, taken, taken. And also it's that sense of being um I I'm doing this, but I'm resenting doing this. I'm doing this yeah. with hate. That's another way of like sort of checking in with whether you're doing doing something, whether you're setting a boundary, whether you're doing something that is something you should it's going against your values and that you shouldn't be doing if you're going through it. Oh, can't believe I suggested that. I really don't have time for this. When I fir- very first started setting boundaries, I would absolutely over-apologise. So even though I was reinforcing my boundary, I actually wasn't because I was apologising so much that I was like laying myself out flat saying, I would literally die to do this thing, but I can't because the reason I can't do it is blah, 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 and over-explain, which actually I think made me feel worse than just being like, oh, sorry, I can't on this occasion. And I think that can be something that actually makes you feel worse when setting a boundary. That definitely did for me when I was practicing. For instance, you and I, like I say, oh, we need to do a podcast. We'll just do more of these because people really like our podcast. They seem to be really popular. Let's do another one. You're like, well, I don't have the space to do it. Let's wait a month. Okay, that's fine. You know, if you're going to do one, fantastic. But if you can't do it, that's fine. We'll do it next month. Let me know when you're ready. I actually practice my boundaries with you. (laughs) You're one of my safe people to practice (laughs) But I think that we've kind of done well with our boundaries with each other because I know that if I say to you, I'm doing something with you, and if you say it to me, we both expect each other to show up, but we support each other and care about each other and are understanding people and and we respect each other with telling each other the truth. So I know that if you, I know that you won't flake, but you might tell me three days before that you're on your period and you can't cope with speaking, let alone teaching women so it can't happen like I think we know each other well enough to really respect that from each other and I think that's through that must be through healthy boundary setting right absolutely 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 and I think that's what you people expect that people aren't going to be respectful and then you know if they're a good enough person then you have that understanding and I always 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 say to people have a conversation don't make an assumption is that true or is that just an assumption yeah yes you know and it's like and if you have set a boundary and you feel like that person's now cross with you they might be cross not with you but just with they needed help and you wasn't available so they're just panicking because they need to find another solution but if you have that conversation with them and say look I'm sorry I didn't mean to let you down but you know xyz and 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 that's okay and if they're cross with you either they'll get over it or they won't and you know 
such is life it is okay bethany well thank you thank you so much once again for coming and talking on the podcast it's always always a pleasure never ever a chore thank you for having me it was nice to get all that off i feel like i've learned a lot so um so if i'm the only one that's learned a lot from today then i will still count that as a success i thank you <laughs> <laughs> awesome thank you Thank you for listening to this episode of Secrets in the Powder Room. We hope you've gained valuable insight on setting healthy boundaries. Remember that boundaries are not barriers. They are tools for self-care and personal growth. Embrace the power of setting boundaries and watch out as it transforms your relationships and nurtures your own well-being. Tune in next time for the bonus episode with empowering content of setting boundaries. Until then, take care and be kind to yourself. Thank you.